Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh, hello, chickens. Uh, once again, this episode is brought to you by Matt and his uh, packets of biscuits and dollies. Uh, <laughs> you can also support the show with the ACAR supporter feature. Chickens, uh, if you're wondering why uh, I've got Tenth Planet Realness going on, why it sounds like I'm broadcasting from Chernobyl, um, it's because the other half has been rendering uh, something overnight. He does uh, 3D graphics for the television. Um, yeah, and his computer is, it sounds like it's taking off. It is full on. Um, so we are up to episode four of The Tenth Planet. Uh, now, I watched the animated one on the DVD. You may want to listen to it as an audio. Um, the original episode has gone missing with the the fullness of time. It's gone into the wind. There are some clips, though, if you you know really want to see bits of it that some people have filmed. Uh, and the, re- the, the ending is... Um, the regeneration still exists. Anyway, uh, this episode starts with the rocket not taking off. It's a fizzer. Um, <laughs> ben obviously pulled out all the right cables when he was fiddling around in its guts. Uh, and Polly's like, we have a chance of life now. And Cutler says, your Cybermen friends may have a chance of life, but not you. He has become crazy and terrifying. Um, the Doctor's back uh, from his little nine eyes last episode. Uh, and he's like, oh, this whole body of mine is wearing a bit thin. Oh, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Um, Cutler pulls a gun on the, the beardy man and says, I want the rocket refueled. Uh, meanwhile, in space, Cutler's son is seeing Mondes glow and then go dark again. And uh, he's like, oh, my power's being sucked out. Um, the doctor's like, Mondes can't hold all that energy. Uh, and then Cutler's son goes all static. Static is a word. Uh, it's a total thing. Um, the Cyberman spaceship is landing, uh, and then Cutler pulls his gun on the Doctor, and just starts losing. He's like, "You killed my son. You're gonna die!" And then the Cybermen turn up, and uh, Cutler shoots at the Cybermen, and they zap him. Oh, 
that's the end of Cutler. He's been a good character. Like, I quite enjoyed him. Um, uh, the Doctor says to the Cybermen, we owe you our lives. Uh, and then it, well, Ben calls it Mandos instead of Mondas. Quite cute. Um, <laughs> but they just keep barreling along because I've got no time to edit. Uh, the Doctor tells the Cybermen uh, they, they help them by sabotaging the rocket. Uh, and then he says, Mondas is going to disintegrate and you should all come and live here on Earth and we can live in peace. Um, so this is this is obviously the Doctor going, you know what, you're not all bad, come on. Um, the, the Cybermen uh, want the rocket disarmed because uh, it's still a danger to them. They don't like it being pointed at Mondas. Um, they want the warhead placed placed below ground level. Oh, hang on. Uh, and they want Polly to come with them to their spaceship. No, there's no girls in There's no cyber ladies. Is that what's going on? Um, the doctor tells Polly not to forget her coat. She's like, off you go, off to the spaceship, love. Um, <laughs> don't want to get cold. <laughs> so uh, the Ben and the scientists go off to deactivate the bomb. In the cyber spaceship, the Cyberman puts his hands on Polly's head. And knocks her out and then pops her in a chair, which she says looks very uncomfortable. Uh, no choice now, love. Uh, the Doctor talks to Geneva. The Cybermen are there. They're in Geneva. And uh, for some reason, the Doctor's taken over the base now that Cutler's dead. <laughs> um, the, the Doctor yells at, at Ben and Beardy um, not to help the Cybermen because he's realised that they're going to use the bomb to blow up Earth. It gets on the intercom. Um, ben and the scientists, Ben says to the scientists, like, why why won't the Cybermen come in here and do the bomb thing? Why are they making us do it? Uh, and they're like, oh, I think it must be the radiation. So they go, okay, let's pretend to be dead and see what the radiation does. So the Cyberman comes in and the radiation makes him go very funny. He's like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> He starts moaning. He's like, ah, ah, ah. I wonder if this is the camp Cyberman that skipped off before. Um, the doctor says that the Cybermen can't save their planet. And the Cyberman says, you know, we cannot allow Mondas to be destroyed. Uh, so they have to blow up the Earth to stop Mondas being destroyed. Oh, dear. So the Cybermen order the doctor to go to their spaceship. Um... Uh, <laughs> And then pull, Ben pulls out some cables to disable the monitor. And they're like, oh, now we can't see what they're saying. And he's like, no, now they can't see what we're saying. I, I, I guess they're two-way cables. Um, so <laughs> the doctor wakes up uh, on the spaceship. Polly wakes up and they're like, oh, there's vibrations. And Polly's like wondering if the spaceship's about to take off. And the doctor's like, no, the energy's coming from Mondas. And she's like, oh, my God, is it going to blow up? <laughs> Uh, ben wants something radioactive to stop the Cybermen, so Beardy suggests taking the reactor rods out. Uh, hello? Um, I'm getting a very Chernobyl vibe here. <laughs> I'm terrified. Um, so, the, the <laughs> Mondas is glowing. Uh, apparently, it's reaching saturation point. Uh, and then the scientists are wearing... I mean, Ben and all the scientists are wearing the, the big plastic coat things with the... the the masks, you know, like they're trying to avoid COVID. Uh, but they've got reactor rods in, like, on long sticks. Because <laughs> like, it's like, it, the radi radiation's still getting to you. Like, it's not that far away. <laughs> anyway, um, 
Uh, they go out into the corridor with their reactor rods. Uh, Ben's got the cyber gun, and the Cybermen have gas. Now, the Cybermen turn the gas on to try and gas them out of the rocket room or knock them out. Uh, and then Ben shoots at them. And the Cybermen shoot the scientists who have the radioactive rods, but they collapse because of the radiation. Um, that is, seems a flaw in the cyber... <laughs> construction um but having watched chernobyl the radiation makes torches go off so it's pretty full-on uh well, i don't know why i'm obsessed with chernobyl now I, I, I don't watch all five episodes in one day like i did it, it's like nightmare fuel um so <laughs> uh the ben wants to go to the spaceship because uh, th- that's where the doctor and polly are and so he calls the cybermen with some bit of business on the bench like some valves, um, and uh, the Cybermen arrive. They're very prompt. Um, and Mondas, meanwhile, is glowing and breaking apart, uh, which causes the Cybermen to fall apart, which apparently they've been entirely dependent on power from Mondas this entire time. Um, Cutler Jr. calls in from space. Everything's fine now. They'll get him down. Uh, Beardy's like, you know, we just need to turn the put the rods back in there. <laughs> The nuclear power reactor will be on to it. Um, Geneva says the Cyberman menace has ended, so those Cybermen must have collapsed there as well. Uh, ben goes off to the cyber ship to release Polly and the Doctor, and the uh, Doctor has fainted. Ben wakes him up. He's very tired, and uh, he's like, it's all over. Uh, and uh, that's what you said, isn't it? Oh, it's far from being all over. And so he has to get back to the TARDIS, uh, and the... Doctor has to go at once. So they're all rugging up and the Doctor just sort of ambles off through the door. Um, and Polly wants to know what's happened to him. Ben and Polly bang on the TARDIS door and he won't let them in. He's fiddling about at the controls and eventually the door opens and Ben and Polly run in and the Doctor's collapsed. And then we hear the TARDIS noise and he starts regenerating. <gasps> ah, He doesn't glow um, gold because that didn't happen in the old days. <laughs> he just, his vision mixed into Patrick Trout. <laughs> Like, seriously, it's just like, it's just the two faces and they they kind of merge into one. And then, like, at, at one point, it's because they've got such kind of, the basic, their basic face structures are the same. So, it's like, has he changed? I can't quite tell. <laughs> anyway, that is the regeneration. That is the end of the 10th planet. Uh, I'm going to barrel on and watch Twice Upon a Time now, which is... Where we left the um, left the Peter Capaldi Doctor bumping into David Bradley as the first Doctor because William Hartnell obviously would have been 111 um, at that point. Um, but yes, so that's the continuation of this. Oh, it's very exciting. So uh, I'll barrel along, but please send me your thoughts, your theories, your feelings about the 10th planet. How do you feel about the Cybermen and the first ever regeneration in Doctor Who. I know it's very exciting. It's uh it feels like the first time must have been just a completely mind-blowing experience. All right, next time, twice upon a time. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.